Welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Welcome. It's good to see you. Back here with Ryan, hitting another episode of The Chosen. Yeah. I'm I'm loving it. It's such a good show, man. I uh I know we have a few more people tuning in. I know we have a few more people starting the journey. Um here at Kingsway Christian Church, we have uh, kind of shamelessly promoted the show now. Oh yeah. For oh, probably close to 6 months. I don't know that we've like actually promoted it from stage. But in but personal have, relationships and everything yeah, else. We have heavily promoted it one-on-one. And I think it's just growing in popularity because people are starting to see that it wasn't just like a quick flash in the pan. Yeah. And then I think also you're watching people like watch it again. And like when there's rewatchability on some of the, is that a yeah. word? Sure. Rewatchability? Is that Close a, enough. That sounds like a great word. It should be a word. <laughs> it's not a word. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, if you can rewatch the show, I think that is a sign of a good quality show. And yeah. I think we're, we're seeing that, but we're continuing our journey to kind of react to every episode. Um, season two has finished. Um, but we're only in episode three of season two. Today. So we're trying to get through each of these episodes mm-hmm. and try not to spoil anything ahead because I have seen a few ahead. But at the same and time, and you absolutely spoiled something an episode sh- or two ago. I wasn't going to draw attention to that. I didn't want anybody to go looking for it. Don't look for it. I'm so sorry. I, I messed up. Yeah, forgive me. We didn't even talk about that. We did. I just wanted to make sure you knew. Oh, I knew, but I was like, if I draw attention <laughs> to it, yeah. It's here's something I'm noticing. I didn't mean to touch hands with you right there. We did. Here's here's <laughs> something I'm noticing. And I think you told me about it, mm-hmm. um, but it's going more and more from biblical stories with extra stuff to just completely extra stuff mm-hmm. as a whole story. Now, it's plausible stuff. Yep. It's stuff that is the same kind of stuff that was happening Yep. and stuff that makes sense with who the characters are. But, but this episode was a key... Um, example of that so absolutely this episode in case you've forgotten you're going back to watch us there watch. are spoilers in this yeah that are appropriate to the episode yeah 99.9 percent of the time yeah um they are around a campfire yeah if that didn't trigger your memory mm-hmm. you haven't watched it yet. you haven't watched this because that's like 80 percent of the episode yep. uh maybe 50 um so they're around this campfire jesus is in samaria healing people we know he was in samaria we know that he healed people it's like three put, sentences in yeah, the Gospels. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his disciples were with him as he did all this. So the way they set this up in the episode, which is not directly from Scripture, but it's inferred that this could have happened. Mm-hmm. He has like this little tent or booth or something. Yep. I don't know. And he's healing people. And his disciples are like crowd control. Yep. And, Slash like bouncers. Yeah. Which I didn't totally understand because Jesus seems pretty pacifistic. He's not going to push people around and call people to order who are coming for healing and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know why he needs. I feel like they thought he needed it. It could be because they're like trying to keep themselves busy. You never see Jesus say, I need that. But they just are doing it Mm -hmm. and they're in shifts. And And I feel like Philip's attitude and heart kind of reflects that he's been around John the Baptist, who's had a lot of crowds. Yeah. And so he's trying to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And even like there's. There's so many good discussions in this episode that absolutely reflect kind of the tension of the disciples trying to figure out what they're even doing 
Like, yeah. what's the plan? Like, where are we going? They're seeing miracles. They're 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 hearing Jesus say incredibly powerful things, but then they're wondering, like, what what is this all leading to? Yeah, this episode after we kind of get the setting, see what's going on. It's the disciples, and it's Jesus' mom Mary, um, and they're just around this campfire, and it it goes from like, um, like would you rather sort of questions to group counseling session like yeah. did you ever have a parent die yeah and uh but Dude. it's really good and it, it reminds me of um when i was on ozark christian college's traveling worship team and so we'd we were out for eight weeks at a time so we had these little powwows just like they had in yeah. a circle and and we'd we'd trade around who is going to do the devotional thought that night but we did some other things like we talked really deep and we yeah um what I loved is that we were on a rotation for those devos. So somebody would give it. And then the person who is next on the rotation, we would all go in a circle and say something encouraging about that person or something we like yeah, um, about them. And by like the third or fourth rotation, you can't be like, I like your hair mm-hmm. as to be like, I like how you're this way, even when this is happening. And it's, it's so deep and so cool. And it felt like they were having that moment. Um, yeah. We're unstructured, but they're just around the campfire eating and talking and whatever. Um, but then it builds up to like this climactic conflict kind of moment. It um, does. And they do such a good job because yeah. they start with like what what they were expecting the Messiah to be like. Yeah. And all their anticipations, even from childhood, were like you know, Mary, Mary's kind of just like, I don't know. I just remember all the good things and that he was supposed to come and make a difference. I didn't really have yeah. a lot of expectations to like specific, like, like, uh, Thomas's girlfriend who's yeah. Maja or Marja, or I can never remember Couldn't her name, you. but she's all like, I like pictured the Romans breaking in. And like, I hid under like, you know, the table with a knife. And then right before they got me, the Messiah showed up, Yeah, you know? And then to like the sons of thunder, basically practicing killing Romans with like wooden swords to join yeah. in the fight. And there's just all this stuff. And then, and then Mary asked the great question, like how, how did you guys expect him to be like a warrior? And then they yeah. quote Zachariah. Who's that? Thomas uh-huh. quotes Zachariah and Philip's like, Quotes the rest of it, and then it's like, nah, 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 nah. I don't think uh, that's what it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah, and and then it builds into, which is funny to me because it seems from the gospel text like John the Baptist thought he was going to be that way. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Philip doesn't, it kind of oh. leads you. It leads you though to say like, um, Philip seems to know that that's a little out of context. Like that that's yeah. not necessarily the way that Zachariah is meant to be, at least that portion that Thomas is quoting. Yeah. But I, what I really, really enjoyed is then they got around that campfire and they start talking about how hard it's been to wait for the Messiah. Yeah. Right. And so that's that buildup where like, they're all just like, yeah, I haven't had any money. I don't know what it would be like to have money, man. What would it be like to not be, you know, ruled by this group of people. I don't know why they've waited, you know, you know, the Messiah yeah. waited. I mean, yeah. it really built up pretty intense. Literally big James. Uh, what did he say? I had it on the tip of my tongue and I forgot. Um, he had several he, quotes. Uh, I think it was him who was like, man, if we keep healing people, like we'll never get around to destroying it's the Romans. Five years. And right? it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's you're like, like I want to get to fighting. Yeah, you're like this is what Jesus has in mind, and you're like, I can't wait till we do the opposite. Yes. What? <laughs> well, yeah. and 
Mary has the famous line, I think, that sticks with me the most where yeah. that she's, you know, she's like, maybe it's not about us being holy enough or maybe it's not about us being holy, but us not being holy enough and needing him. Yeah. You know, it's like we're not holy so that we can be with him. It's actually that we're not holy and we need him to be holy. And then uh, Philip or yeah, Philip goes like, oh, the baptizer would love that line. Yeah. And like he's yeah. like that. That would be a great line. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I'm going like because she doesn't have those expectations. Mary is really not the mother of Jesus, but Mary Magdalene is mm-hmm. really able to kind of cut through and see maybe there's something else going on here than what you were expecting. Yeah. And, you know, the boil-up point that you were talking about, I mean, giving that a reaction to it, it was hard to it's, watch. I feel like every episode, Simon, and maybe not every episode, but at least every other, Simon is hating on Matthew, and you get it. Matthew and who he represented, the Romans, who he sold out to in their minds, um, was the reason that Simon had to go to such drastic measures and try to make a deal with the Romans to get out of taxes and all this stuff in the first season. Um, you just see how much of a struggle it was for him. And he's putting all this on Matthew. And then it the, the tough part for me was number one, how nobody was sticking up for Matthew. Yes. The second toughest part was how people kept piling on how Andrew, who I always just, he has the kindest face yeah. and you're just like, I just feel like he's always going to be a rule follower and kind and whatever. And he's like, yeah, Matthew. You, and I was like, Andrew, shut up. Yes. Uh, Oh man! And then John's Broke the only one yeah. that speaks up. And then yeah. Big James of all of them is kind of like, "All right, you said That's enough. enough," you know, because yeah. they pile it on. And you know, the things that Peter is saying, it's it's the way that you and I would would attack somebody that we when we know we're in the right. Like you know, when you just yeah. have somebody and you know you're yeah. completely in the right and they're in the wrong, and you just pile it on to pile it on sake. It's not for you know, it's to make them feel even worse than they already do. Yeah. And it felt just malicious. And you can see Matthew is trying to say, like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah, I, I know, like, I've got it. You know, it's like, like he's been forgiven by and called by Jesus. And they're like, but we want more than that. Mm-hmm. Or we want to make you do it again or go through a hurdle or, or show that you're enough when they just talked about how they None weren't enough. Like they were enough. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's just so ironic. But what I loved is that, like, they had that conflict, and it broke my heart. And then I heard the leaves crunching in the background, somebody walking. I was like, get him, Jesus. He's going to sick him. He's going to pull out that whip and flip tables and whatever. And then Jesus shows up shaking and exhausted. They were were in shifts doing crowd control. So they were taking breaks and not doing a hard job, like, for what he needed or what they thought he needed. And Jesus shows up absolutely exhausted hasn't taken a break yeah none he wanted to heal everybody who was there before he before he came back and he did and he walks by their argument them metaphorically swords in the air ready to slice but not metaphorically like ready to throw down yeah like two the brothers are on either side right james and john and then andrew and peter are like all right yeah go time they're ready to start killing each other (laughs) For the Messiah who's going to kill the Romans, but might not kill the Romans. Yeah. And they're all, anyway, they're ready to just get at each other. I love he the walks little, by I and love that all little like, high, right? He's like, yeah. good night. <laughs> like yeah. in the most gentle tone, whatever. I mean, I've rewatched this now. This is my second time. And 
the conversation that Mary has earlier in the episode about the birth of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus is such a cool, like little insight into, you know, what John records and what some of, you know, Luke records a little bit of just like treasuring in our heart, yeah. having these moments of like, am I worthy? Is this really the son of God? But then she says that line where she says he doesn't really need me anymore and hasn't for a long time, I suppose. And that alone was so cool. Well, I mean, the juxtaposition of mm-hmm. he, he was a he was the son of God and then he showed up as a baby. And he needed by me. showed up, I mean she gave birth to him. Uh-huh. How she talked about having to clean him off and like whatever. How like he was the son of God, but sh- he needed her. And he was cold. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like those. Are the, yeah, he, he was cold and he was crying. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, that's. It's just, and now he's like, he doesn't need me anymore. But then Jesus comes by. He's like shaking with exhaustion sweat and the blood and dirt of all the people yeah. and he can't even get his his like outer garment off because he's so exhausted yeah. and you know mary comes behind him his mom and his reactions are so kind they're so it's so sweet and he, he just gentle. turns and you know he's just like oh ima thank you like yeah and you can just see his heart for her even though he's exhausted yeah and then the symbolism as they're fighting, I don't know if you picked up on this, as these apostles or the disciples are fighting, she begins to wash his feet. Yeah. And knowing that yeah. text that in John where like he is saying like, this is what I'm actually calling you to do as a disciple. Yeah. Is to wash each other's feet, the broken, dirtiest parts like Peter with Matthew. Yeah. This is what I want you to do. And then he like slides into bed. And the curtains start to close. And you can hear him doing his prayer. Oh. And he's praying before he goes to bed. And his prayer is, thank you, God of the universe, that you bring sleep to my eyes. And that as I go to bed, you bring peace to my heart. Yeah. And that when I rise, I find peace again. And it's just, yeah. And then and all the apostles and disciples are just sitting around that fire yeah. listening. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. It's so cool. I yeah. just, I, I, is it, is it too much? Is this too much to say that the anger and the fighting that's going on and the bickering between these two sides and his own disciples, Jesus is attacking it without coming in and whipping and with swords and with words. He attacks it by just purely displaying selfless love and continual discipline and yeah. showing obedience and doing it with these small gestures that is just like it's almost the answer to what they're looking for for the whole episode. Yeah. And just this exhausted from how long they've waited for the Romans to leave, what is actually going to heal the nation and how it's going to come about. It's giving everything they have in yeah. the most selfless acts of love that's going to change things. And he demonstrates it through at the end of the episode that that's that's what the really point is. That's yeah. what it's going to be like. Um, and Simon has this line in the beginning where, or I mean, Philip does when he says, "Was it easier? Are you more happy or are you less happy, Matthew? When you you know you don't have as much money, yeah. do you like this life?" And he goes, "I I think it's it's better. I don't know if it's better, but I can say it's good." He said, "I feel better." I don't know if I feel happier, but I feel better. And then, and then Simon goes, "I don't know if it's better, but it's good." Yeah. And I, or Philip does, and I, I love that idea of like, 
this isn't a life that you pursue because it's going to make you more happy. Yeah. This is a life you pursue because it's the right good thing and that that brings a different kind of yeah. joy or peace. Um, no, I, that's the episode's a, it's a subtle episode. I, I don't feel like it's one of those that you're like the standout. It felt after I watched it like that was kind of a filler episode, but still good. Mm-hmm. But as we talk about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mary, Jesus' mom, talking about cleaning him off. Oh, yeah. Them talking about what they thought the Messiah was going to be like. And it's really jam-packed of really helpful, good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just the setting of being around a campfire most of the time seems like a filler episode. It definitely had the least amount of, like, movement in narrative. Yeah. Like there were, and, and I mean that, like, literally geographically. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't do Usually anything. Usually they're at this guy's house, and then they're yes. on the road, and then they're here with this person. And, and it was over one day. Yeah. Normally it's over the course of time and it's literally just sun up to sundown. Yeah. And I think that too just made it feel a little slower, a little stale. But the content, I, I think through almost every converse, and most of the episodes are this way. If you've watched yeah. The Chosen at all, there's like little itty bitty comments in there that are made that end up being these, these powerful things that you're like, yeah. Gosh, I didn't think about that. Because the, the most powerful moment in the entire episode is Jesus's. Like how he looks, just in the subtle way of how exhausted he is, how he responds to his Ima, his yeah. mom, when he sees her, and then how he calmly and gently prays as he goes to sleep. Yeah. And it's just that that in a nutshell is the whole episode to me. It's the yeah. anger of the others, it's the it's the investigation into what they want, and it's it just feels like a subtle story. But man, if you if you sit there and you, you break it down a little bit, I feel like the power mm-hmm. just oozes out of it on yeah. the effectiveness of what it does to tell the story. And I feel like it's really setting the table for these disciples to have their worlds rocked as yeah. they keep going forward in this journey. Cause they seem like the miracles are great in the moment, but then they have these in between times where yeah. they're just kind of like, I and don't they know. like forget. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck dude, this guy's healing people for a whole day. And, and you're like, man, is he ever going to be done healing people? So I can go fight. And rather than like, wow, he healed somebody, a thing that nobody does. You could really feel the hate for the Samaritans because they don't really care yeah. if they're getting healed. Yeah. They really just don't Well, I, I totally, I don't want to drag this on any longer, but I totally get little James saying like, I'm worried that they wouldn't believe if they didn't get healed. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit down on them, but it's also like, are they true followers because they're getting this extra grace of being healed? Mm -hmm. I don't, and and some of them didn't get healed. And and that's some of their stories are being like rescued and miraculous things coming about. Uh, You know, we just had, you know, some, but I, but again, it's, it's one of those things that the episode, it definitely has its moments of being slower paced, less geographical in the ways of the backgrounds and the settings. Yeah. But I think it has some of the deepest, I, I love hearing Mary talk about giving birth to Jesus and some of that stuff, mm-hmm. finding out that Joseph passed away, that he grew up quicker. And like, you know, just some yeah. of that like narrative that I think brings you into the world of thinking about his humanity as well as his divinity. And I think that's yeah. what the show does over and over and over again. Hey, put your questions or our observations in the comments. Cause I think this is one of those episodes that I think a lot of people will, They'll quote or they'll think about, but it may not be the one that they visualize the most yeah. because of the the lack yeah. of maybe visual stimulation. But the words and the content um, and even the posture of Jesus at the end, I think, just really 
makes this episode kind of stand out to me. And uh, uh, th- once we started this episode, I just had Jesus's posture and how he ended the episode in my mind the whole time. Yeah. And everything they were talking about, I was just like, guys, you're missing it. He's so exhausted. You haven't, you know, you're not thinking about this. And, the you know, people with the answers were the lowest people yes. on the totem pole. People that have been forgiven the most. Yeah. Yeah. Something like a Jesus said or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks so much for watching. Again, you can always email your qu- our qu- your questions into Ryan and myself. Um, you can always uh, check back to look at a, a previous episodes if you're joining in. Um, you know, if you're just starting the journey and you clicked on this and you're like, "Wow, that sounds interesting." Yeah. Um, sorry, we spoiled this episode, but go back and listen to some of the others. Uh, start your own journey in season one. It's pretty amazing. It is. Um, if you want to check out some other things, the other conversations we want to invite you into, we have those on Thursdays. Uh, they come out every Thursday. We have different ones. Our values right now are being released. We have lots of other episodes that Ryan and I talk through with other guests. Uh, feel free to click through the playlist and, and check those out. As always, we'd, we'd love it if you'd like to subscribe and continue yeah. to look, to look through the content. And if you like this video, you can hit the like button. That helps it as well. Yeah. So uh, until next time, next Tuesday, season four or season two, episode four. Yep. And uh, until then, have a great and glorious day in the Lord. We'll see you later. See ya.